Welcome to a new episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast. And now here are your hosts, Eric Calvino, Ivan Ocampo, and Jim Rodriguez. And the good times continue as the smoky treats are back with Ivan Ocampo and Eric Calvino. I'm Jim Rodriguez for another edition of the Cigar Snob Magazine Podcast. What's up, boys? What's happening, Jimmy? Hello, fellas. How are we feeling today? Awesome. Feeling all right. You know what? I, I've ne- I've never noticed this before, but but and so I'll have to describe it for you. But Ivan's got like a little like, is that a handkerchief? Is that like a pocket square that's tied around your microphone? It's an ascot it's that clear. I keep there just yeah. as a, a backup ascot in case I need to walk around and throw that thing on for in, anything. In case paparazzi rolls sure. through or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. He's just got a little flair to fino. it. Man. Fino. 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 All right. Listen, big, big, big show for you Big oh show. yeah for this edition of the cigar snob magazine podcast we're going to uh have some american whiskeys that's right that's right american whiskeys that are not kentucky bourbons i mean they, some of them may be bourbons i don't know we have a selection of like six for yummy to choose from they're american whiskeys so every, outside of kentucky all right mm. and then we're going to our smoky tree today is is a rock star edition so before we get to all that Jasper, what's up, man? If you're like me and look forward to cozying up to a warm fireplace after a long day on the range, kicking off your boots and settling into a nice big bowl of chili con queso, then you'd love the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. This Dominican-made Nicaraguan puro is a bold new blend with tons of flavor made with the same craftsmanship that has made La Aurora cigars one of the oldest and premium cigar makers in all the world. Started in the Dominican Republic in 1903, La Aurora Cigars was founded by the young Eduardo Leon Jimenez, who set out to fulfill his dream of making great cigars. Today, over a century later, La Aurora has a presence in five continents and more than a thousand employees. The original La Aurora 107 was released in 2010, commemorating the company's 107 years in business. Now the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua brings a bolder new profile to smokers who have become accustomed to smoking the consistent quality and excellence of La Aurora cigars. The 107 Nicaragua comes to life with a diverse array of spicy notes accompanied by a subtle touch of leather. A rich balance of earth, wood, and floral notes flourishes deeper into the smoke with a characteristic pinch of licorice and walnut on the finish. Made in four sizes, a 7x47 Churchill, 6x58 Grand Toro, 5.5x54 Toro, and a 5x50 Robusto, the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua is a perfect complement to any rum cocktail, steak dinner, or even my famous chili con queso. Go on out and get yourself one, and tell them Jasper sent you. All right, thank you, Jasper. Chent is looking fit. As every new shoes on those. I know. You saw that, right? He had some Jordans. That was pretty nice. That was pretty. Chente is treated. I was impressed. I mean, that horse horse lives the life, man. He is living his best life out there. Mm. All right. So we talked. American Pharaoh and Chente. Those are the two (laughs) horses out there living their life. Living their best life. Just keep them apart because, you know, that they were looking at each other. (laughs) You know, know, love is the hardest thing to find. So go, go, go get them, Chente. All right. Listen, we talked about Rockstar. We got a good smoky treat. Caballeros, que fuman. 
Yeah. So when you talk about Rockstar, you're talk, probably talking about Steve Saka is who mm-hmm. you're calling Rockstar. Yeah. So this is a Steve Saka cigar called the Stillwell Star. And we are smoking, or we are about to smoke. We actually haven't lit them yet. The English number 27. So these uh, these cigars are all, they all have pipe tobacco incorporated in them. And that's fascinating. A, that's that to me. We'll get into that. But we that's will. We will. Part. But there's a few different ones. There's the aromatic number one, the English number 27, Bayou, Bayou number 32, and then Navy number 1056. This particular one we're smoking is the English number 27. As I said earlier, it is a six by 52 Toro made in Nicaragua. The wrapper is from Ecuador. Binder is a Mexico eh, San Andres Negro. And uh, fillers, Nicaragua. And then a bunch of pipe tobacco. <laughs> in this particular case, it's like Burley, uh, Turkish uh, tobacco, Latakia. So uh, MSRP, $15.30. Okay. And the cigars are made uh, like like some of the other uh, Saka gems made at the Fabrica de Agos Joya de Nicaragua, SA. Anyway, uh, yeah, super interesting. We you just lit yours. I just mm-hmm. saw you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't. What did you gave yours? A little sniffy sniff. I. The super interesting smell. Something I don't know if you mentioned or not. I wasn't paying attention, but uh, <laughs> 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 it com- normal around here. It comes in four different versions. So we have the English number twenty-seven. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. I really, really did all of that. All right, all right. <laughs> you, all right. you really weren't paying attention. I wasn't. I was looking. He was. Down. He was in mid sniff. <laughs> Uh, okay. so no, but the, the interesting thing is that, that pre-light, right? Right. Before you light it and you smell the foot, it's it smells like good. a, yeah. Like if it, it was a barbecue in a cigar going yeah, on right here. That Latakia is what comes through, right? Like that heavy pipe tobacco that you're used to. Now, is that my, my first thought is, you know, we, we, we talk a lot about the tobacco. We talk a lot of crap. Yes. But is that is that common to have pipe tobacco in cigars? No, not no, at no, all. No. no, it's not common at all. Uh, I mean, this isn't the very first time it's been done, mm-hmm. but it is not common by any stretch. So this is this is this is Steve Saka getting a little bit creative on us. This yes, is, this is yeah. taking us on a different journey, so to speak. Yeah, like I said, it's not the first time it's been done, but but I think it's maybe the first time that it's been done to this level of like, let's this level of quality, mm-hmm. right? So even even the pipe tobacco comes from uh, like a, a, a famous or a, a, a highly sought after pipe tobacco producer. I think it's Cornell and Deal. Um, and so I, I don't think anyone's done it to that extent. So this should be interesting. This should be interesting. Yeah, Steve doesn't half-ass anything, so... No. This experiment here is probably something very, very good. And and uh, full disclosure, I have never smoked this particular blend. I've oh. smoked the aromatic, uh, number one, and I've smoked the navy, but I've never smoked this one, the English number 27. So uh, after all of this deliberation, it's fired up. All right. And the, what, what I always, you know, I'm always about the band. I'm always about the label. Very sort of unassuming which which is which is which is very cool it's it's it's, it almost looks like a military kind of star um you know a gold foil star with on a on a blue background and kind of a uh so it's blue and gold is definitely the the way you go with this and then on the foot there's another band as well which describes the cigars is still well english number 27 in blue and gold i get this like drew estate vibe right when i look at this all right, so 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 let's start us off. We just lit it. We're just getting into it. Initial reaction time. 
So, uh, wait, before we get to the initial mm -hmm. reactions, uh, I just, I did want to point out the Stillwell was a, a name he made up. Okay. So I, I don't, you know, uh, I asked him that when he first came out with it at the trade show, I think it was last year's trade show. I was like, what's Stillwell? It sounds like Stillwater, like Oklahoma. Right, right. That's the first thing I thought of. But, you know, what is it? And he just, it was just a name that he made up uh, that he thought would fit the brand. All right. So well, I, I don't have much hopefully more nobody's on the sick. Of that, yeah, but... Hopefully nobody's sick that he's still well and everything like still that. Still well. So it's, it's very just... nicely done, sir. Steve, Steve, very creative. Yeah, yeah. Very creative. So now back to uh, initial reactions. So in it, smelling it um, before lighting it, it was a lot more um, prominent. And then once you light it. Pipe it, forward? Yeah, pipe <laughs> forward. It all settles down. So it's not coming through. I was expecting some very flavorful, you know, almost like a flavored cigar, like taste lighting it. But it's it's very subtle. Yeah. So the, the taste it's still predominantly to, uh, cigar tobacco there. And then with just a hint of the of that flavored taste that you get from like maybe a pipe i don't smoke pipe tobacco full disclosure yeah and and uh and i want to i don't think you should be calling it flavored right i mean it's just not it's i mean it's pipe tobacco right and, that, and that's right. a question for like another day is where does this land in in the uh categories of of cigars but flavored cigar it's not right at least i don't i don't think so but uh, but you're right in terms of the pipe tobacco flavor that that you would expect to come through. Don't call it that. <laughs> it uh, it, it's it's pretty subdued. It's not it's not as much as it is on the nose uh, on the foot, right? So, so I guess you would call that balanced. Let's say like the pipe tobacco and the and the cigar tobacco are balanced. They are playing nicely together. Yeah. yeah. So it's not it's not you know you're you're not, it doesn't feel like you're smoking a pipe. It just feels like you're smoking a cigar with a little bit of a pipe aroma in the background. I, I, sometimes you're always trying to look for that sweetness in the cigar to balance it out. Yes. And I think it's coming directly from, or some of it is coming from the pipe tobacco here, which, That's really, yeah. which is a nice, nice touch. Yeah. You know, it's very creamy, very mild, very welcoming. Very mild, huh? Yeah, for me, I'm I'm not really. I mean, when you look at the when you look at yeah, the wrapper, it's not strong. You're right. When you look at the wrapper, you know it's it's a very dark wrapper. So so I would immediately think, oh boy, Darkish. this one this one's gonna be this one's gonna be tough. I mean, not tough. This one's gonna be. I'm. It's gonna announce its presence. And so far, it's very welcoming, very mild. I, the creaminess, at least at the beginning of it, is is the thing that jumps out at me, and it's very good. Yeah, very good. And you know. I mean, it's you can't, can't ex that's what you expect, you know. And at that price point, to be honest with you, it better it better be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. And, and you know, and I think you know, Steve, you you expect you expect that level of quality from Steve. So when mm -hmm. he when he charges fifteen bucks for a cigar, they're like, yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy this. It's really yeah. good. It's and really so, good, and it, and it and it doesn't disappoint. At least right out of the gate, it hasn't disappointed. And you're right, that creamy. It's like a it has a rich creaminess like a mouthfeel that's thick right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh and it doesn't come with a ton of strength which right. is really nice right right because it does look a bit ominous sure right sure like like i would almost venture that you can almost have this as a breakfast cigar and it doesn't look like a breakfast cigar exactly you it's, it's I mean? something that you can just 
sit down after a meal, an early meal, mm-hmm. and then just hang out. It's uh, the name is placed perfectly with what you would probably want to do. Is you'd want to just <laughs> do nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it just hang out. Still and well. That's yeah. it. That's it. Well, good stuff, man. So all so obviously a good start to this uh, smoky treat. And I wanted to uh, to bring in an email that we got from one of our one of our listeners. Um, and it says, Hey guys, uh, I'm new to cigar smoking aside from the random handful of cigars throughout the year. And I'd like your opinion on lighters. I recently bought a torch lighter, but it seems like there are some strong views that a soft lighter is more suitable and appropriate. What are your thoughts? And then he's got a little related. He's he's got a follow-up his own follow-up. Uh, I was recently smoking and Oliva Serie V. And I was a bit disappointed. Now, I didn't get any of the tastes uh, that numerous reviewers had mentioned. And then I realized that he, that he that I likely had burned the cigar with my torch lighter. Is there a way to determine whether a person has charred his cigar? Also, if the cigar is charred, is there anything that can be done to salvage the smoke? Or is it best just to start with a new cigar? Thanks, guys. And all the best from James Lee. Thanks, James. Thank you, James. That's, uh, that's actually a really good question, right? I think a lot of people have that issue. Do you want to you wanna start with something here, Ivan? You want to mention something about it? You want me to jump right in? Go, go for it. So, so he said uh, he wanted to know, let's go, like the first thing first, right, is the your opinion of torch lighters versus soft flame lighters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I like them both. I, I use them both. Sure. I don't have any real problem with either one. If I'm... I mean, this is a, this kind of silly, but if I'm gonna if I'm gonna dress and I'm going out, right? Uh, and it's gonna be a nice evening, and we get to smoke indoors, I'll bring out my soft flame. I okay. love. Uh, I have an SD Dupont line too that I love, mm-hmm. and that's my soft flame lighter when I'm dressing up. Uh, but if I'm outside, there's no way that I'm bringing a soft flame lighter. If I'm right. if I'm gonna be outside. There's no way, right? Or if it's really windy inside your house. If you have your AC cranked <laughs> and the vent is right where you sit and smoke, yeah, then you've got a problem. Uh, so you can perfectly light your cigar with a torch and not char it. True. Right? I mean, we do it here every day, right? We just lit our cigars with torches, all three of us, mm-hmm. and we did not char them. So... So in terms of which is more suitable, I think that the conditions tell you what's more suitable, right? Would See, you agree, Ivan? Of course, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and then just to not leave anything out, there's obviously matches, right? And cedar sticks. Uh, the only thing that I would like to tell you, if you're going to use a match, matches are perfectly fine. But if you're going to use a match, make sure that when you light the match, you let that, that match head burn out right. before you put it to your cigar. Because your cigar will taste like that phosphor burning. Mm-hmm. So when you light the match, let that burn out. Obviously, hold the match with the match head facing down. That way, the fire climbs up the wood. Once it gets past the match head, then you put it to your cigar. Pro tip. That is a good one. That is a good pro tip. You know, I see it all the time. And it's like, oh, my God, dude, you're smoking. <laughs> you're, yeah, you, you're inhaling the phosphor. Right. <laughs> what are you doing? It just reminds me, you know, the last uh, one of the last podcasts we did, we, we, we were quoting... Michael Myers, so I married an axe murderer. Yep. Light a match. Light a match. <laughs> Light a match. Yes. But see, I, I, my preference is always a match. I, I like, I like that old school. I'm not, I'm not the lighting of the cedar and then the cedar. It's just too much production. 
I'm just, I'm the laziest cigar smoker in the world. Uh, but I love matches. I love. Yeah, listen, if you're using matches, you're already not the laziest. Right. right. Because I'm probably the laziest. I'm the laziest because yeah. I like torches. Yeah, I, I yeah, get the right. like quick gratification I get from lighting it quickly and that's it. I'm done. I don't have to worry about it. And relighting with a torch is very nice also. Of course. And then uh, the other nice thing about a torch is the touch up. Mm -hmm. Right. Your That's cigar, what I mean, but touching up. Yeah, your cigar is burning kind of sideways. Now, again, just to kind of, I always try to bring it back to the magazine. And, and when we're doing ratings, when we're doing ratings, we try not to touch up the cigar. Like we have okay. to fight the urge to touch up the cigar because we want to know how it's burning so we can let you know. Right. And right. and that goes into the rating. of That's it. part of the construction of the cigar. Correct. Uh, and so so we try not to touch up. But then once we've determined, hey, this guy burns sideways, you still need to get flavors. And the only way to get the flavor profile that that cigar was supposed to have is to have an even burn. Because you can't taste a cigar if you're canoeing down one side <laughs> and you're only smoking half of the tobacco. Right. Right? That That's not working. So, you know, a torch really helps you when you're trying to to even out a cigar that's kind of going sideways on you. Now, I, so to me, I was always, I guess no one ever told me this, but I guess for me, just- Because you didn't used to listen to the podcast, Jim. Right? I've learned so much, and I hope you are too. Wherever you get your fine podcasts, <laughs> you get the Cigar Snob Magazine podcast. But like when I go to, I'll go to a shop, or I'll go to a lounge, or I'll hang out, and, and I, I see people with- with matches or torches. I, I rarely see people with soft lighters. So I just got, I guess in my head, I got it to like, well, soft lighters, like Zippos or whatever. Those are for cigarettes. They're not for cigars, but you're, you guys are telling me, no, you can, you're perfectly fine. Doing All day that. long. Yeah. The, the Jeep is a, is the most common, um, is the most common soft flame, uh, lighter in the market. And what about people that'll say, hey, you don't want the, the flame to touch the cigar. And that maybe so that's that, how you I think that kind of leads to, yeah. to uh, James' uh, second question or, or follow-on question. And so, yeah, I think that when you're, when you're lighting your cigar with a soft flame, it's better to not let the flame touch the cigar. So you hold it just past the front of the cigar. And as you draw in, you're when you draw in you'll draw the flame to the cigar mm -hmm. and you'll light it that way and that that helps you prevent charring it because if you hold your flame right under the front of the cigar you know you're going to probably char the bottom of that cigar yeah and so the reason to not char it is because you're going to have charry tastes yeah. right yeah and so and the, and by the way you could do the same with a torch you can overdo it with a torch which is what james is talking about so if you torch the shit out of the front of your cigar <laughs> with a torch or a soft flame or matches or whatever it is, yeah, it's gonna taste charry and it's gonna it's gonna mask all the other flavors. You're not gonna get them. Uh, the good news is, and this is also part of his question, he says, you know, is there anything that can be done to salvage the smoke? All you can do is keep smoking it, and that charry flavor, once you get past the char part, will will be gone. Unless it's out. If you char it and the cigar goes out for some reason, then I would just re just cut and then start over. You could, yeah, you could. Now the there is one way to ruin a cigar for good. And by the way, it smoking. takes a lot, a lot of fire to char a cigar, <laughs> well, right? Well, but we, we see people doing it all the time, Ivan. It takes a lot. I see it all the time, yeah. all the time. So, you know when it when it's most obvious is with a with a, a thin wrapper that burns very easy, like a Connecticut shade wrapper. Mm -hmm. 
Look at the front of a Connecticut shade from a novice. It's always going to look like a lump of coal right in front of his, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because they always overdo it. So if you're worried about overdoing it, then, you know, give it a one or two quick passes with your torch. See where you're at. Look at the front of it. You can blow on it a little bit to kind of help it catch up. Mm -hmm. If it still doesn't catch up after you blew on the front of the cigar a little bit, then hit it again a little bit more. But just don't go at it for so 12, 15 seconds. Is that the lesson maybe on the lighter shade cigars that have the thinner wrapper? Is it to go at it a lot more gentler and then... As the uh, take your time, there's no need to like rush this lighting process, right? Okay, so there should be some discretion used based upon the shade of the cigar as to how you light it. Yeah, because uh, because I don't you, think anybody thinks of that. Everybody goes at it the same way, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, and it's not, uh, you know, every cigar is not the same when it comes to lighting. When you have that slower burning tobacco, like the stronger the cigar is, the slower burning the tobacco will be. So the more aggressive you can be. So you can, yeah. And you're going to have to go at it sure. to get that thing to burn. And, you know, so when you have that coal in front of your your, your stick, that is the cigar Santa giving you some coal on, on your stocking. So, so Bad boy. Don't get cigar Santa to give you some coal. All right. All right. And listen, so we want to thank James for the questions. Hope it answered him. Um, and, hey, if you've got any cigar questions that you'd like answered, you can always submit it to us at questions at cigarsnobmag.com. That's questions at cigarsnobmag.com. If we read and answer your question, what happens? You're going to get a Cigar Snob swag pack. Ding, we ding, will, ding, uh, ding. So, and, so we're going to email James uh, shortly after we finish recording here today. Email James, hey, we read your question. Thanks to God. Blah, blah, blah. And we'll send, we'll get his address uh, and we'll send him, we'll make sure that he's 21 and older. Of course. And then we'll send him some goodies. All and right. so you can, you can do the same. Right. So if you send in your questions to questions at cigarsnobmag.com and we read them, you'll get some uh, some cigar snob goodies. Sounds like a deal to me. All right. So I do want to tell you guys about this upcoming event. We talked about it last episode. It's the Havana Fest in uh, in Happy Valley, Pennsylvania. Havana Fest PA. So you can check out you can check out the details of the of the event at HavanaFestPA.com. You're going to get like a minimum of 20 premium cigars, a swag bag full of goodies, uh, including a Drew Estate sling bag, a cutter, lighter, some dominoes. Everything is very Cuba Havana themed. So there's going to be Cuban music. There's going to be a Cuban meal. Uh, there's there's some there's a Cuban coffee. There's beer. There's wine. You learn how to roll your own cigar. They've got live music and and uh, Caribbean dancers. Uh, tons of raffle prizes. There'll be raffle prizes every 30 minutes. Wow, that's yeah. cool. So that's pretty cool. And uh, and so if you upgrade to the connoisseur ticket level, you're also going to get, in addition to the the 20 premium cigars that, that everybody else gets, you'll also get a Cuban cigar, Cuban rum, and five additional cigars, uh, plus a private reception with the cigar reps that are going to be there. And I think there's going to be something like 15... Uh, cigar reps from all kinds of different companies. So if you're interested in that, check out HavanaFestPA.com. Use coupon code CIGARSNOB, one word, no space, uh, and you'll get a discount. Now, you do need to rush because ticket sales end on August 12th. Okay. So I would get on it now. If you're in that area or you're traveling to that area, uh, Happy Valley, this is like where Penn State is. Exactly. State College, right? And uh, so, yeah, hit them up, HavanaFestPA.com. Amazing stuff. Very Amazing good. Stuff. What was the date on that again? So August 12th is the last day to buy tickets, but the event itself is on August 27th. 
All right. And another thing we're picking up is a Cuellar Black Forest from Villager Cigars. Villager Cigars, a brand synonymous with European style and sophistication, invites you to try the Cuellar Black Forest. Made at the famous Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic, the Cuellar Black Forest is crafted using only the finest tobaccos, resulting in a smooth and complex smoke you're, in shorter, you're sure to enjoy. It doesn't have pipe tobacco, though. No. You may be asking yourself, what exactly is it that makes the Cuellar Black Forest such a spectacular smoke? Well, for one, it's wrapped in a beautiful, beautiful Mexican San Andres wrapper. Aged to perfection, this Mexican San Andres produces a ro robust amount of flavor while giving the cigar its gorgeous dark walnut color appearance and oily textured finish. Named after the majestic forest where Chairman Heinrich Villiger grew up near, cigars attribute to the patch passion which is embedded in the long history of cigar making at Villiger Cigars. Cuellar Black Forest, go out and try one today. Indeed, indeed, oh, indeed. Yeah. Well, it's time to put our Stillwell Star English number 27 smoky treat to the test for our segment. We're going to have it with some American whiskey. And now, perfect pairings brought to you by Total Wine and More. Bring out the booze. All right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. So before we get into the whiskeys, let's uh, check in on the smoky treat. Eric, what do you got? You know what? He this cigar has behaved beautifully from the from the very beginning. Uh, it's it is flavorful, not over not overbearing, right? It's definitely not strong, right? So that's really nice if you're if you're looking for the kind of cigar that has a ton of flavor, a super interesting aroma, uh, and not a ton of strength. This is like ideal. Right. Mm -hmm. So I like that about it in terms of the flavors that I'm getting. There's there is that sort of Nicaraguan pepper and earth in there. They're there, but they're complemented by this. Like, again, it's an, it's hard to describe it because it's very interesting and different. It's that pipiness, you know, it's that right. smoky uh, aroma. That's in, but it's not on your palate. It's more like in the air when you uh, when you release the smoke that you inhale again, you get all of that, all of that interesting pipe tobacco smell, but it's not really like on your palate, right? Do you get that? I agree 100%. I was expecting, um, before I lit it for it to be just bursting with all these different like yeah. pipe flavors, but it, everything is very, very subtle. Uh, I remember smoking another one of theirs that was a lot more. Yeah, the other one we smoked was the aromatic number one. That's the one. So, so this, if you would have given me this cigar blind without telling me what it was, I would have probably guess it might have been some like barrel aged product, something like that. And then just smelling from like a pre light uh, aspect, just smelling like a barrel aged, and then smoking a lot more subtly. And I think that's that's where we're at here. I mean, it's very very unique but very very flavorful yeah I, I like it though i really do and i'm getting a little bit now i'm about a quarter of the way in i'm getting now the pepper i'm getting the the because it's definitely there right? i'm getting it it's starting to be not that it wasn't flavorful it was creamy but now i'm starting to get those hints and those notes 
which is now it's starting to get, you know, it's, it's taking us on a journey. That's what cigars do. So we went from the very mild kind of cool, creamy, like fills your mouth up, you know, and, and now I'm starting to get a little bit of those peppers. It's not strong. Don't get no. me wrong. It's not like, oh my God, this is too much. But now it's starting to, to, to taste a little bit though. though. But it also has like a really nice, uh, like pleasant toastiness yes. to it. Great yeah. finish. You know, Great you, finish. You get that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm always looking for variety. You know, when we're smoking all these cigars, you're always looking for variety because a lot of a lot of the stuff that we smoke that's in Nicaragua or Honduras, I mean, they're coming out of these these regions that predominantly have the same flavors and this is different. So I like that you we're we're smoking something that tastes different and I really enjoy that. Yeah, my question my question to you, Ivan, and to the listeners and to you, Jim, why not? Uh would be how do you feel about this showing up in the ratings? Like, how does, do you feel that a cigar with pipe tobacco is fair game to go into the ratings? Because I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, we don't rate, uh, we, we've never rated cigars that have any additional flavoring, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's infused or flavored, that's never been a candidate to be in the ratings of the, uh, in our magazine. However, we have rated plenty of cigars that have uh like the tobacco is aged in a barrel right there's tons of cigars that have that mm -hmm. that's aged in a barrel that has that like like i remember the camacho uh american barrel, barrel aged, aged. And the, yeah. yeah and so and and then there's a bunch of others by the way that also do that i remember laurora had one um yeah there's a ton and those are okay so is pipe tobacco mixed in with regular Premium cigar tobacco, fair yeah, game I mean, or I, not? How do you guys feel about that? I, I guess, I guess, because w when something's barrel aged, it's not, it, it's a finished product, and then it's barrel aged, right? This no, 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 no. The tobacco before it gets rolled into the cigar, the tobacco is aged. In oh. addition to the regular aging that they do, they'll age it in a like an ex whiskey barrel, and then it's made. Yeah, or an ex rum barrel, and then it's put into the cigar. See, they, then if that's the case, or if that you know, to me, then I think it's fair game. Because because now you're 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 playing with the cigar, aren't you? You're playing with the tobacco. Now you're you're adding. You know, it's it's kind of like a. But but you know what? In in it's, a it's way, it's kind of like a boob job. Do you like do you like do you like boobs? Do you like <laughs> fake boobs? Do you like natural boobs? It's, it's it's up to you. It's up to you. <laughs> but in a way, cigars have always, you know, even from the very foundation, right? You're you're aging the tobacco in cedar. And cedar itself imparts right. an aroma, right? Which is why Cuban cigars smell a certain way because they use Spanish cedar. And so you, they have that very heavy Spanish cedar aroma. And so in a way, you already have been doing that from the very beginning. So when it comes to, so that wasn't a question for us in the magazine, whether we would allow cigars that were barrel aged in the ratings. That was okay because I, I, I see it similar to cedar aging, mm -hmm. which is standard practice. Because you're imparting the aromas from the wood into the tobacco. And so in this case, this is a completely different type of tobacco. But it right? tastes natural. It's not like a flavored cigar that Agreed. tastes totally artificial. Right? Well, you would it, never, correct. ever rate something like that. This tastes totally natural. Agreed. And that and that's why that's why it's a question, right? Because if it was over the top, very like flavorful, sweet, or it tasted like you know, like it had been dipped in rum or something, then right. it wouldn't, it would not even, I would not even consider it. Right. 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 But because it's done so well and it has a very natural smelling and tasting 
pipe tobacco. That's why it's a question. It's like, do we do it? Do we not? Well, hit hit us up. Hit us yeah, up. We'd I'd love, love, we'd love, we'd love to hear your opinions. You know, you know, questions at cigarsnobmag.com or or hit us up on the, on Instagram. Yep. Facebook. Yeah, yeah, we reply to all of it. Hit us up and we'd love Sometimes to Sometimes we get overwhelmed and we don't reply, and I apologize for that. Uh, but we but, are but reading. we try to. We are yeah, reading. Yeah, we're definitely reading them. All right, good all right, stuff. So now back good on stuff. to perfect pairings. All right, time to drink them up. All right, so we're going to... Uh, so w- what we've got here is, as I mentioned earlier, American whiskeys uh, that are not Kentucky bourbons. So okay. some of them could be bourbons, right? But they are not Kentucky bourbons. Go cats! Go cats! All right. So we've got American whiskeys, uh, not from Kentucky. That's all I got, man. <laughs> we just want to make try. that point clear. All right. So, so yeah, because none of this is Kentucky straight bourbon, you know. Right. So we got A, B, and C. So we're gonna pick up A, and I guess the first thing is is the visual test. It's it's a little dark, right? Darkish, yeah, but I mean, I'm just looking at. I mean, when when she put B down, it was like, oh, B, that guy's dark. <laughs> B's almost red, but we'll we'll get into yeah. that. So 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 h- this was kind of pa- a little past golden, not quite amber, right? Is that fair? On the nose, it's super nice. It's sweet on the nose, right? right? It smells like bourbon. It smells like bourbon on the nose, yeah. But it's not. It's not, not Kentucky bourbon. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, so let's let's take a little swig. So this is before you puff. This is just introducing the the whiskey into the system before the cigar. It has that that grainy flavor, right? Of uh, of a uh, whoa, Jimmy. Whoa, you okay there? Big swig there. There's some heat. <laughs> the heat came right through the nose on now as soon as I there's, took a swig some, too. Hang on, my hat almost fell off. Hang on, let's put my hat back on there. <clears throat> yeah, I, I actually kind of like it. See, I, I don't like a lot of heat. Not to say that this is bad. I'm just saying I'm not a I'm not a heat person. But let's see, let's see now what it does. No, oh, that's nice. Let's man. see what I, it does with the still well. Now. I don't mind it. All right. So now we did the puff, and now we go back in. And just like that, Ivan's done with it. it I got the smallest pour out of everybody with. <laughs> I've barely sipped it. It's Monday, by the way. <laughs> I'm not going I'm crazy. <laughs> I swear. Listen, listen. Monday night football's coming up. This is we're practicing. This is this is our preseason. Dun, dun, All right. dun, so, so I I think the whiskey in my book, the whiskey went away after the cigar. Like it, I didn't like what it how it paired with the cigar. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not a fan of it at all. I'm I'm not a fan of this whiskey. So to me, no, to I, me, to me, it, it it kind of it takes on its own story and kind of you forget about the cigar for me. So I did I did the puff then um, then the sip, and uh, what went away was like the the rich sweetness of the whiskey, and I was left with just like the grain mm-hmm. alcohol of it, and I didn't like that. That's how it worked for me. How about you? Adam? It's awfully strong. The whiskey, it's, yes, very strong. It's harsh, not maybe not in a bad way, or but it it is strong. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd call it harsh. No, not harsh. I mean, sh- strong. It is strong. Yeah, 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 and hot. It's a little hot. It's hot. It's a little hot. Yeah. So so far, I would say. I kind of wish I knew what it was. <laughs> I would say these two do not play well together. For now. Um, for now. Right now, no, not not loving it so much. This no, is, this is my cat and my pug right now. They're not. They're not. Yeah, they're, it's not the cigar is not standing up to them. Yeah, they're doing their own thing. 
Yeah. To the strength of it very well. Are we right. ready for B? All right. All right. So we pick up B now. So just in the past, Yami would always pick the the lowest alcohol level first. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case. That was your tell? <laughs> that was your tell? No, no, no. We always said that because we wanted to build up to the biggest strength. Let me have, everybody, let me have everybody's keys I, I and we no need a gallon idea. of water. But if that was the uh, the beginning. Yeah. This if she's is, still doing it, I have no idea if she still does. Now, the, uh, when picking up B, it is almost kind of it like looks, it looks like, like a know. like a rum in right. the glass. It looks like a rum. It has like a caramel reddishness to it. No. Yeah. All right. But smell. on the nose, on the nose, it's it's not gentle. All of that sweet. Right. All right. So let's take a little. This is different. Very very different on the nose. Let's take a little splash. Mm. Interesting. It, it coat it coats your throat. Floral, maybe floral. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Yowzers. I think and, it's left us speechless. Yeah, it's a very different whiskey, <laughs> and you know, and it and it's so far, it, it's not really doing anything to the cigar in the sense that it doesn't doesn't kill it. It doesn't. You don't forget about it. Doesn't overpower it. No, the cigar is kind of standing up. Yeah. So, it's, but let's see what, it, what right, the cigar so now, does to the. Whiskey. Now I'm gonna go the other way. Now I'm gonna puff and then drink. All right. Jim is puffing, savoring, and now he is sipping. Strangely, I'm left again with that grain. Jim looks alcohol perplexed. What do you What are you thinking, Jim? I'm liking this. You're you liking that? Like like wow. Cigar with the whiskey, I'm I, liking these. Oh. Yeah, you've got a little bit of that floralness. You get a, I, I, I to me, the, the one thing it does is, it kind of, it kind of hugs your your throat. You know what? Because it is, it, it is, it. it is very like it's a throat it's, hugger. It's rich. It's, it's like very rich. Yeah, it's it's almost like it's thick. It's biscuit. almost like you put it on your pancakes. <laughs> it is. It is. It is right? thick and 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 a little sweet. I love it. I love it so far. It's like, I'm not the biggest biggest. Me neither. I don't love it. Because it smells like a little bitter. I don't know what Almost it like is. A, like, like a, a burnt it's caramel. A, it's a min- mineral smell or I don't know. I don't love B. But you know what? In terms of if you're smoking the cigar with the whiskey, when I take the sip of the whiskey and then take a puff of the cigar, it's actually enjoyable. Like yeah. the cigar, the cigar is complemented by it. Yeah, and and for me, with this whiskey and now with 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 the Stillwell, it's the the creaminess is almost back. The yeah, creaminess. That's almost, why I said it helps it. Yeah, it it, it, almost it definitely kind of brings back the, the creaminess had gone away and it was more peppery, uh, just standing alone. But now the whiskey is is bringing out that creaminess again. It's I'll, really I'll be 100% plain. Hundred percent honest. I didn't love it on its own. Okay, I didn't. The right out of the gate, did not love B on its own with the cigar actually enjoyable like both both are complementing each other nicely because they're both very unique like that's not your typical whiskey definitely not and neither is a cigar it's not your typical cigar so i think they complement each other by being unique that's a good way to yeah i didn't think of it that way but yeah i I think i agree with you yeah and then (laughs) and then the hook that the it's, it's almost like it like the the cigar hooks on to the whiskey 
and and it's a, it's a very symbiotic walking step by step with each other. It's where so cool. where A was just pounding, A, A was just pounding the cigar. Yeah, it yeah. was like you, you sit over there. I'll, I'll I'll let you know when I'm ready for you. <laughs> yeah, you know? and like never, and this, <laughs> like this, you're never gonna be ready. This is really good. I mean, yeah, together together they they play nicely. Yeah, so far so good. All right, so let's move over to C now. Our biggest pour. <laughs> yeah, yummy went like woo. So she, you know, it's. It's like a like a six ounce pour she went with. <laughs> so this smells like citrusy to me. Like I even got like orange or that's fair. I, I can I can dig that. Almost like a candied orange. Yeah, yep. and, and and it looks orange. It actually has an yep. orange tint to it. Very it is, it is semi subtle on the nose though. It's not it's not a jumping out of the glass, right? Like it tastes great. Very citrusy as it goes down. Yeah, very citrusy. Let's see what it does with this. Not as hot as a, no, but it's, hotter it's, than B. It's it's got some heat, but it doesn't. It, uh, it's, it's not on it's fire. Not, it's balanced on the on the yeah. like in terms of the acidity and the sweetness. They're kind of they're balanced in this in this whiskey. That's nice, and and it's medium to full in terms of body, not not strength wise, but I mean body, body. of the whiskey. You know, like it. How much, like I always say, like how much real estate does it take up? Right. And it's, it's like a, like a 2,500 square foot house, you know, not full, full, but it's, right. it's taking up some room there. Mm. Maybe has a pool. Good backyard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, th this, this one. It's like a third acre? <laughs> this, this one, room, room to grow. <laughs> th this, this one, you know, it's, it's sort of when you, when you drink it. It's sort of nothing. And then that aftertaste is where it comes out with the cigar. And it kind of like, it, it's almost like when you see like a, a flower bloom, that, 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 that's what it feels like to me. It blooms. Like in a time-lapse video? Yeah, where it blooms in your throat at the end. It's, 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 it's got a great <laughs> oh, finish. Jimmy, Jimmy got, got deep on us here. Oh, man, oh, yeah. it, but it blooms. It blooms at okay. the end. It's got a great I finish. Like first shot at it, like I took the sip and then I took a puff of the cigar. The cigar didn't, almost didn't stand up to it. In for me, but like I couldn't the taste the cigar how as well. So now that the the whiskey's starting to, you know, fade in my on, on my palate, mm -hmm. the cigar's coming back. I could taste everything again in the cigar. So when I do it. When I take a puff right after the whiskey, not quite as nice. It's like almost like your your palate is numbed out. Mm -hmm. But I like it on its own. Right. I think I the think whiskey. I think the the finish of the whiskey kind of cancels out the cigar. Yeah. So to your on point, its own, I really to like your it, point though. on its own, I think it's great because you get a little you get a little hug at the end every time. So you liking the blooming onion? <laughs> is that the one you're liking? I'll tell you, B is B. B, okay. B was my B was your jam, huh? B was huh. my guy. All right, all right. I'm trying so, to feel everybody out here. So I, well, I say, B. so I, I, you know, right out of the gate, I think we're not going to have consensus. No, because these are very different beasts. All we're different. working with all different. Yeah, I would say B C A if I had to rank them. Mm. Talking about 
whiskey alone? Or you talking about I'm practice? Th- I'm talking about. You talking, <laughs> about talking about practice? practice? I mean, we're talking about practice. Um, I would say with the, as a pairing, as the pairing, and I think if I was gonna just drink the whiskey alone, I would go C. Oh yeah, I thought you were gonna like B. No, I, th- I think I think with the cigar, B is great. It's like it's like a it's they're they're hand in hand. I, I love the finish <clears throat> of C. I love how it, it you taste it, and there's no to me there's no heat. It's very it's very it goes in nicely, and then it kind of finishes off nice, and it's that finish that wipes out the cigar for me. So if I could have like my perfect, I would love the nose of A mm-hmm. with you know the mouthfeel and flavors of B. Oh, uh, sorry, of C. I love the nose of A though. I B is my least favorite. Ooh, yeah. On its own. On its own. B is my least favorite. Yeah. No, me too. But with the cigar, it's it is my favorite with the cigar. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. A, a, I, I, I want just no part. I, w- I want no part of A. I want no part of A. No, if you taste it again now, after all of this that we've done, give it a shot again. I mean, I almost, I almost fell over when I drank it. <laughs> no, it, now you're gonna taste it. It's I, gonna be kind of I almost lost mildish. Shoe. It's good. Yeah, shoe. it is mildish now. Now, now, now it doesn't taste so strong, right? Like now, in context, again, remember, you gotta remember that was the first fresh right out of lunch. There's, there, there's still the heat, but the heat is a little bit, yeah, subdued. It's sort of like you'll get used to the humidity in Miami. Don't worry about it. Sure. Now it's like, ah, it's only 95. Plus. Yeah. No, nah, I'm at C. Plus. I'm at C as my favorite on its own and B with the cigar. Yeah. I'm. I, I Final will, answer. I will agree with E on that one. I, I would say with the cigar, I, I will fight anybody for, that says B <laughs> isn't the one. But on its own, I would say C. A, A is just not in my- uh, No, A was not, not for you. A is not for me. A man's got to know his limitations. I'll go with C overall. B, I didn't like at all. Not even with the cigar? Yes. To fight yes. Him. No, no, yes. It was good, but I think I'd prefer to smoke the cigar with C. Okay, yeah, that's fair, but you know, the way we do these typically is you know, which one do you want to drink on its own and which one do you want with the cigar? The idea is... Yeah. But, uh, all right, so... All right. Now it's, bring now it, it's Yami? Time for the big reveal. All right, big reveal time and yummy. I mean, I, I before we go to any further, roll, I, I, I need to ask a question. How many pair you know, that's of funny. glasses do you own? I just put these on just because you always say I have a new pair of glasses. Every and time. I found these this morning. Every time. You, I mean, you're like the Imelda Marcos of like glasses. <laughs> and they're all cheap too. Yeah, I, I mean, how many do you have? A hundred? Maybe. Nah, no, not so many. But okay. anyways. 97. <laughs> all right, so what do we got? What do we got? Alrighty. Um, A is Great Jones Four Grain. It's a straight bourbon whiskey from New York. New York. 45% 45 alcohol. Okay. You guys like that? Yeah, it was good. Jimmy did not. Jimmy Jimmy didn't. Listen, listen, listen. Jimmy had kicked him right in the... Great Jones. (laughs) (laughs) It got me right... Center in the gooch. My shoe popped off. My right shoe. (laughs) Where'd where'd that shoe go? (laughs) Even Chente was like, All right. And then B, you have Garrison Brothers, small batch. I knew from it. Texas. I knew it. That's a straight bourbon as well. All right. All right. All right. And you got 47% alcohol. You ready for the next one? Yeah. Our favorite. Is it? Yep. All right. Well, it's a Jack Daniels bonded mm-hmm. from Tennessee. You got like New York. Texas and Tennessee, and the Tennessee is a fifty percent alcohol. 
Thank you. Right on. Enjoy. They, they, they Thank you. You were right, Eric. The alcohol keeps getting higher and higher and higher. Yeah, because if you don't do it that way, then then you kind of, if you start with a really strong one, then it's hard to taste the next one. So, but, but you know, they, they went up at, at, at an okay pace. It wasn't like we went from, you know, 47 to 63. So we so went the, 45, 47, and 50. So Great Jones, very good. Had never had that before. No, I know. We just got it. They uh, they sent it to us. Thank you to, to the folks at Great Jones. They sent us... Uh, the four grain straight bourbon whiskey. They sent us the regular bourbon and they sent us the rye. Can't wait to try them all. Well, I'm a big rye person, but I, all it tells me is I'm going to have to, uh, you know, you know, you know how you go to the gym and you start building up, you know, so you'll be able to do yeah. more. I think I'm going to have to get more great Jones in my life. So I'll be able to uh, handle yeah. them more. So Garrison brothers was so different, right? right? Yeah. I love the GB. I was, I was surprised by how different it was as a whiskey. And how well it paired with the still well. Yeah. Let me see that turnaround. Is the turn does it around? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my god! It's a star like the still well star. It see? paired the best, and they're both. That was entirely wow. by chance. Look I, at that. I think that we 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 call that, you know, I don't know synchronicity. I don't know, I don't know. Symb- synchronicity. I don't know. That was that's a that's a uh, police song. I don't. I think we're I think we're di- we're living in the eighties here. Yeah. Su- yeah. Susu Studio. <laughs> Great. Now the now the alcohol is starting to have an effect. Listen, Casey Kasem, what's going on over there with your American <laughs> Top Forty over there? You' about to get canceled, son. All right, but and, for the, and for the younger kids, listen, Ryan Seacrest, with your American Top Forty yeah. over there. Uh, so check out the Jack Daniels Bonded C. You know, I went to uh, at a local cigar lounge here in Miami. I got invited to a Jack Daniels tasting, and I had the Bonded, and and, and it was it was good. I, I liked it. it. I liked it. But it's unlike, it's unlike Jack Daniels. Like, it doesn't taste like it's Jack Daniels. It's not Jack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you haven't tried that one, because you're thinking, oh, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Jack or whatever. Even though Jack Daniels, by the way, is the best, the regular Jack Daniels, old number seven, best selling whiskey in the world. It is Frank Sinatra approved. Correct. So, 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 so many bad memories of like your youth and stuff like yeah, that. I guess, but this but is, is a totally different, different. Beast, yeah. completely different animal. So the Jack Daniels bonded was awesome. On its own and with the cigar, Garrison Brothers crushed it with the cigar I on its own. It. I didn't love it. I thought I would love it. I think with the cigar, there you, that that's that's your that's your jam. Yeah, that's that your was guy. the guy. That was the guy for sure. But and the Greg Jack Jones, Daniels, I'm, I'm gonna need more pro. It's Tennessee whiskey, yep. not bourbon, because Correct. it's not in. A lot Kentucky. of people have that misconception. They always think, oh, bourbon. Oh, Jack Daniels is bourbon. No, it's not. It's Tennessee whiskey because I, it's I, not in. It's not in Kentucky. It's not Tennessee. in Kentucky. I love, I love, I love yeah. the John Daniels. I love the John Daniels. J- the John Daniels. Right, because when you've known Jack as long as I have, we call him. Jack. Oh, you call him John. Ah, yeah, I see, see that. I see that. And then the uh, Great Jones. A lot of names here. Great Jones, Garrison Brothers, and Jack Daniels. Uh, so Great Jones, you didn't love it. It, it kind of hit you right in the mouth. I'm going to need more practice. Clearly, you're going to need more practice. But uh, but I liked it. Uh, I liked it on its own. Remember, I said right out of the gate, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't. Well, I, I, here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. And, and maybe, maybe I'm, I'm overstepping, but I think if you are a whiskey, American whiskey drinker, if you like whiskey, I think Gray Jones is your, is your guy because that is whiskey. It's, it's strong. It's yeah. heat. It's, yeah. it's, it jumps at you and it says, what's up? It just, it, it overpowered the cigar to the point that we couldn't yeah. taste it. Yeah, exactly. So that was the, the, it's not, it's not that it's bad. It's just that it, it just, no, there's nothing bad it, about it, it. It took away from the experience of having yeah. a cigar. And uh, and Garrison Brothers 
out of the gate, I did not love it on its own. But with the cigar, I thought it was fantastic. With the cigar. So interesting stuff, man. It's, uh, you know what's always fun is that you, when you're drinking these things blind, I'll tell you, I can guarantee you that if you would have poured Garrison Brothers and I would have known that it was Garrison Brothers, I would have liked it. Like 100% sure. on its own. With of course. Cause mind, that, o- mind over matter. Yeah. Yep. And so yep. by drinking it blind, I was able to really taste on its own and, and determine, okay, this one is not for me on its own, but with the cigar, freaking awesome. And this is the small batch. Uh, they sent this to us a, a couple of years ago, actually. So corn variety, food grade, uh, number one, white corn uh, from farms in South Texas. This is bottle number 32060. I drink to you, Garrison Brothers. I drink to you. So it is uh, aged three years in oak. So that making it a bourbon. Uh, so it's, I guess it's all corn. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know. Anyway, so really good stuff. Interesting, interesting stuff. As always, Perfect Pairings is brought to you by Total Wine and More, where you'll always find the right bottle at the right price with their lowest price guarantee. Visit Total Wine and More at TotalWine.com. If you're like me and look forward to cozying up to a warm fireplace after a long day on the range, kicking off your boots and settling into a nice big bowl of chili con queso, then you'd love the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. This Dominican-made Nicaraguan puro is a bold new blend with tons of flavor made with the same craftsmanship that has made La Aurora cigars one of the oldest and premium cigar makers in all the world. Started in the Dominican Republic in 1903, La Aurora Cigars was founded by the young Eduardo Leon Jimenez, who set out to fulfill his dream of making great cigars. Today, over a century later, La Aurora has a presence in five continents and more than a thousand employees. The original La Aurora 107 was released in 2010, commemorating the company's 107 years in business. Now the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua brings a bolder new profile to smokers who have become accustomed to smoking the consistent quality and excellence of La Aurora cigars. The 107 Nicaragua comes to life with a diverse array of spicy notes accompanied by a subtle touch of leather. A rich balance of earth, wood, and floral notes flourishes deeper into the smoke with a characteristic pinch of licorice and walnut on the finish. Made in four sizes, a 7x47 Churchill, 6x58 Grand Toro, 5.5x54 Toro, and a 5x50 Robusto. The La Aurora 107 Nicaragua is a perfect complement to any rum cocktail, steak dinner, or even my famous chili con queso. Go on out and get yourself one and tell them Jasper sent you. All right, so let's check back on our smoky treat after we've, uh, you know, experienced the the whiskeys and stuff. We'll maybe clear our palates here, have a little glass of water. Mmm. Mm. This water has got some heat. I don't know what's going on. What's in this water? I don't know what the filtration system is, but so all right. So as we're finishing up our 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 Stillwell Star, um, where are we now? I'm about halfway through mine. Yeah, so me Eric, too. Eric, where, what do, what do you got? So I don't know if it's the whiskeys that have uh, calmed down my palate or what, but it's uh, it's softening up, right? Like the flavor intensity has has dipped down, and it's now. Like creamy, smooth, very little pepper right now. 
it's it's really nice uh but it has taken a big change i think it, it does have a lot to do with the whiskeys me too yeah, because it, it has settled down. Now I'm just smoking like a a cigar that I enjoy without all the other like, you know, accoutrements that accoutrements. <laughs> that Steve is added, okay. added to this. But uh but I think it's it's very pleasurable. I enjoy, but everything has settled down. Yeah, it has uh, sort of muted. I I don't know if it's the whiskey doing it. Yeah. Could uh, be. I have taken a good sip of water and it's been a little bit, but but no, it has definitely toned down. And and you know what? We are halfway. So as we get as we get closer to the end, it may pick back up. But right now it's pretty I don't think it's gonna be picked going. back up. Well, th- this surprises me. What I what I would say about the steel well right now for me is that it's sort of like the first day of like college when you meet your roommate. You're like, okay, you're a little standoffish, you smoke it, you know, you're hanging out, and then this is now end of freshman year now you're back sophomore year you know your buddy it's all good you almost don't even need to communicate verbally it's just good it's solid it's there head nods. Just it's head rock nods star so so this is it's very this is a very good cigar very well constructed you know, yeah it's it's right now we're definitely in cruising altitude cruising altitude the the pepper has died down mm-hmm. significantly mm-hmm. And, and now i'm getting a lot of the like the toasty character i was talking about earlier with the sweetness to it Sweetness really is still there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And and the toastiness is right on point. Yep. So really interesting. It's good stuff, man. I'm, good I'm, stuff. I'm glad we went with the smoke. You know, we weren't weren't sure what we were going to smoke before the show. And I'm um, glad we went with it. Yeah. I've been wanting to try it. You know, Steve, Steve sent us one of each, mm-hmm. uh, one box of each of the blends, and we hadn't done this one. So... I'm glad he did. That's nice. All right. So as we put a bow on this, we put a button on this. So I, well, we'll finish the show with, with what did we learn today? So I'm going to start with you, Ivan Ocampo. So it was a great question that um, our James, our li- James uh, sent in. And you know what? I, I've never thought about approaching different shade cigars hmm. with a different, you know, lighting aggression approach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> approach. Uh, so I, I did learn that today, which was very good. Mr. Eric? Man, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what I learned, but it has something to do with uh, a whiskey from New York, one from Texas, and one from Tennessee. Uh, so a guy from New York, yeah. Tennessee, and, and, and Texas walk into a bar. They this were, is either a joke or a George Thurgood song. What? Yeah, you're right. Uh, I don't know. They were all so different, right? And you know, they're so two of them are are bourbons, right? So the New York bourbon and the Texas bourbon. They were, but they tasted so different, right? so so different. So I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell I learned, but <laughs> but I really enjoyed the tasting portion of that. Yeah, well, the tasting portion is always the, the, the was always a great part. I learned Jimmy. that we need to incorporate any any Michael Myers movies in, into the show. We need to incorporate those quotes. So, I, you know, light a match is is definitely the one. And go on now, you stage it hour. Go on, go on now. I'm glad so, you I'm glad you did that because la- was it last episode or the one before? I dropped the ball. On that. I yeah, dropped the ball. Totally I missed my cue. I missed my cue. Oh yeah. no. Well, well, I'm you know I'm just a man. <laughs> Just, just a, man. a man with a hat. <laughs> just a man with a hat. Hey, if you like the show, and you better like the show, you give us five stars and write a review. It definitely helps. Also, make sure to check out our YouTube channel. By the way, the the, the unboxing, the mailbag segment. That's still, it's, it's, still a big deal, man. People love that stuff. thing. It's always a good stuff. And always a good amount of new content up there that you may enjoy. So we're going to wrap things up. Boys, 
always good to see you guys. Always good to see Nat you. Nat G running the show. Nat G in the background there. Always and running Yami the show. Yami pouring drinks. She was heavy-handedly. Yeah. Nat G just came back from the weekend concert over there, you know. She was in her player player seats, you That's know? right. That's right. You and you're about to get to Vegas. That's it. Off to Vegas for a little boxing, you know. Sweet, man. And good we, stuff. We're picking that stuff again. Listen, hope you enjoyed it. And, of course, we'll catch you next time on the Cigar Snob Magazine Podcast. You've been listening to the Cigar Snob Podcast. Tune in next time for more nonsense and chicanery. But in the meantime, you can find previous episodes of the podcast on cigarsnob.com slash podcast. Follow us at Cigar Snob Mag on all the social media platforms and be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, hasta luego.